Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pots Moving and Storage Studio, this is the Ramsey Show. It's where America hangs out to have a conversation about your life, specifically your money, your relationships, and your work. You cannot enjoy life if those three areas of your life aren't in alignment and there is peace in those areas, and we're here to help you. The, num- the number is 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225 to jump in. I'm Ken Coleman. I'm joined by my colleague, Dr. John Deloney, and we're here for you this hour. And so it's time. Some of you are going, I've been listening, I've been watching, and, and, and I need some guidance, and we're here to help. Again, the number is 888-825-5225. Uh, Fantastic-looking live studio audience in the lobby, John. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. They're probably here to see Dave, but you got us, guys. It's good yeah, to see you. It's okay. We're used to disappointing people. It won't phase us at all. Uh, let's get to Trevor to get the calls and the coaching started. Trevor joins us uh, in Detroit, Michigan. Trevor, how can we help? Hi. So I'm in college right now, and I'm I'm here to ask you whether or not you think I'm making the right choice to be in college because it's about $125,000, and I'm going um, for business and I already have about $40,000 saved. Okay. How and are you a freshman, sophomore? Where are you at in the journey? I just finished my first year. Okay. And you got 40000 saved. Yeah. Are you using that? Are you Essentially, is that going to be whittled down over the next couple of years as you pay as much as you can for the one twenty-five? dollars Right now, I'm just investing it, and I'm trying to decide what the right thing to do with it is. How are you paying um, for only, school? I... So I have I have loans out right now, um, just student loans, and my dad is paying the interest off on it. So, um, it just he's paying the interest off until I'm done, like I graduate. So three years from now, you're going to have one hundred twenty five thousand dollars in debt. Yes. Okay. Do not do that. Yeah, for sure. Whether college is the issue or not, we'll get to that. What this, happened? What happened after this first year that is making you rethink your your plan? Well, I I already have my own kind of small business. I'm actually working right now but um it's i'm only 18 years old and i have forty thousand dollars in the bank and i think i'm on track to have a hundred thousand by the time i graduate what's the business it's i do mobile car detailing and what are you gonna make this year give us a a realistic projection so the thing is i can't i can only do it during the summer i can't do it when i'm in college so around maybe a little over fifteen thousand dollars this summer all right and let me ask you this have you done it enough to where you can say with certainty that this is something that you want to do at least for, let's call it, the next three, five, seven years? Does it mean you're locked into that business for the rest of your life, uh, but you know you want to do it, or it has revealed to you that you want to work for yourself and be an entrepreneur? What's the answer to that question? I, I know 100% I want to um, work for myself, and this I'm definitely willing to do this for at least a few more years. And then come up with the next idea, correct? Yeah. Yeah, I, I personally, I'm going to, you know, this is how we answer. What would I do if I were you? And I'm going to take another step and and uh, answer it as if I were your dad. Um, if I were your dad and if I were you, uh, I would be fine with you pausing the college journey right now because, number one, you don't have the money for it. You got 40 of the 125, but even then, you don't have the money and you have to work like crazy to pay right. your way through. I don't think a business degree is going to teach you anything that you won't learn working for yourself and hanging out with small business owners who maybe are in the same industry that you're in or in a similar type 
uh, journey that you're in where they started young and they've worked their way into it and they're multimillionaires and they employ 20 people, 40 people, 60 people, whatever. I, I just got to tell you, if I were you, uh, I would I would not finish college and I would and I'd get out of that loan and I'd pay off whatever you've loaned to this point. I'd pay it off and I would go work for myself. You can always go back to school. Right. But in this case, the two-part question, John, that I always ask people that I think really brings it right down to brass tacks, is college, specifically a degree, the only way to do what you want to do, or is it the best way? And in this case, Trevor, I think the answer is no. It's not the best way. It's certainly not the only way. Well, and I just did a quick Google search while we were talking, and the um, Michigan Reconnect Scholarship – you turn 25, community college is free where you live. Okay. And so there's something to be said for you have a year of credits. Go work for a full year. And by the way, I don't believe you that you can't do mobile detailing and go to college at the same time. That's not true. But you can get out and work. Work hard. And when I say work hard, I mean work really, really hard. And you've got a year of college under your belt. you got a year of working really hard under your belt then you can make an informed decision. Right now, I feel like your main goal in life isn't starting a business, it isn't getting a career, it isn't getting a degree. Your main goal is getting $100,000 in the bank, like it's some like unicorn that you want to capture. Is that? Am I on to something? Yeah. Can, can I just say, though, the only reason that I can't do it year-round is because I'm in Michigan, so with yeah. snow and stuff, I can't, yeah. I can't work outside when it's snowing, you know? No, but, I agree with you on that. And you can't do it full-time to make the kind of money you want to make and go to school. And I think in exactly. this case, choosing to work for yourself is the better choice. So what are you going to do in the off, in the off months? Uh, I've, been, I've been door dashing. It's like a delivery app, and I've, I actually make pretty surprisingly good money. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I agree with Ken. Your, college isn't for you right now. Because yeah. your head's other deal. places. John, I want him to keep yeah. learning. Yeah. I'd like you to go to a couple of entrepreneurial conferences, business conferences, you know, uh, start reading right. some books. Uh, start taking people to coffee uh, yeah. who are running small businesses in your area and say, That's I'm it. a young gun and I want to learn. Yeah. And they'd love to take to, to, to teach you. Yeah. But Trevor, is your dad going to be okay with this? He, yeah, so he, he actually owns his own business and he completely understands and he didn't know if I was making the right choice either. But every time that I tell him that I'm worried about the cost, he just... He compares it to my sister. He just says that he's more worried about whether it's going to be worth it for her or not, her going to college. And yeah, like, he that's not helpful. Yeah, that's yeah, not I, helpful. I know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So bottom line is, my point is, I just wanted to ask while we got John here, uh, if there was going to be tension in letting dad know this. It doesn't sound no. like there is. So you know what? No, this is a good move, my friend. Put it on pause. Uh, I, I would absolutely Whatever loans gut. you've run up, pay off right now. Pay them off. You borrowed that okay. money. You signed your name to it with forty grand in the bank. As a taxpayer, I don't. I don't feel like I have to pay your bill. Yep. You've got the money. Go pay it. Okay. And hang on the line, Trevor. I'm going to give you a copy of my book, The Proximity Principle, which is all about getting around people that are doing what you want to do. So right now, car detailing, that's a thing you do because you like working for yourself. I would suggest you enjoy the output of that. I think making something look orderly, look nice. I think there's something artistic there for you, something that feels efficient and excellent. I think that's great. But The Proximity Principle is a book you need to read, and I want you to start hanging out with other entrepreneurs in different fields that you're interested in because you're very young right now. And uh, also, hang on, let's also give him a uh, Get Clear Career Assessment, which will give you a detailed report on the uniqueness of you, what you do best, what you love to do, and what motivates you. Uh, I'm excited, John, when I hear from young people like this who are, uh, well, they're wired 
to work for themselves and solve problems. And it's all about figuring out those problems they most want to solve. I love that. He is John Deloney. I'm Kid Coleman. This is The Ramsey Show. Don't move. More of your calls coming up. Welcome back, America. You've joined the conversation here on The Ramsey Show. We're talking about your life, specifically your money, your relationships, and your work. I'm Ken Coleman. I'm joined by my colleague, Dr. John Deloney. If you're new to the show, welcome aboard. We are going to take your money calls today, but John, uh, as our resident PhD times two, uh, is our relationship mental health expert, and uh, I don't have a degree. I just worked hard and got here, and I'm the work expert. And uh, so we, we're going to take on some of those calls today. And uh, John and I do a, a fun little event uh, I say event, it's a pre-event at our Building Wealth Tour where we just take questions from the crowd, and you wouldn't believe the amount of of synergy between people who are unhappy at work and are dragging that home or unhappy at home and dragging it to work. And so if you're in that position today, if you've got a, a really, really toxic situation at work, it's a rare opportunity to get uh, some of the tactical and then the, the emotional advice and the mental health advice, uh, John, because this is an exploding issue. Yeah, uh, or if your marriage is gotten sideways or your kids yep. are home for the summer and you don't know what which way is up <laughs> and that's affecting your work life give us a call man give yeah, us a call absolutely uh to that end the guys said they share something with me john and i'm, I'm just going to breeze through this we're going to get right to the phones 888-825-5225 uh but we were talking during the break and we just took a call uh, in the last segment for a young man who's uh, finished his freshman year and he's, he's asking us hey should i continue the degree and um and, and, and so this is an interesting list of 25 high-paying jobs that don't require a four-year degree. And both of us have spent time with Mike Rowe recently. We talk about this stuff all the time, about all the opportunities to work uh, and to do very, very well. And so I'm going to skip through a, a lot of these. And these are median salaries, all right? So when, when you hear this, this is not the max. This is a median, okay? Um, but when you look at um, police officers and detectives, one that popped out to me, number eight on the list with a median salary of 66000 I bring this up because um, there is a massive need here uh, in this area because we've had been through a very volatile season uh, of, of, you know, and you have a very personal connection to this with your father, some of the work you've done. Um, and, and I just was curious, uh, as you look at our society today and we see that Police officers and detectives are number eight on this list of high-paying jobs that don't require a four-year degree. Uh, what's the mindset? What's the health, the mental health uh, that someone would need to survive a very tough job like police officer and detective? You have to be driven by a sense of purpose that is far beyond you. Mm. Because here's what I know. I know Dave takes care of us very well financially. And nobody, I don't have to put special clothes on every time I leave my house because I might get shot. Right. I also don't have people out protesting in front of my business telling me they hate me and they wish I would go away. Mm. They also, um, I remember being a young kid and my mom told me, you can't be a policeman when you grow up. And I said, why? And she said, because every day your dad goes to work, I hug him as though it's his last, right? Mm. So you have to be in this for more. It's embarrassing what we pay police officers. It's, it's uh, as a taxpayer, it's insulting. Um, that my de- tax dollars don't go to, to more police yeah, officers. To your point, a median salary here of 66000 just it's, it's insane to me. It's yeah. insane to me. Right. Versus um, versus uh, an elevator installer and repair is number two on this list Yeah, with a median salary of 97000 Now, again, what we're pointing out here is, is high-paying jobs that don't require a, a college degree. But in this case, there's not a lot of job growth 
for those type of roles because you got guys that are aging out you know, in that role, but the police officer detective, we need that more than ever in our society. That's right. Fascinating right. stuff. Number one on the list, and I bring this one up because of what I read about it. Number one uh, job uh, on this list, and this is, again, uh, a list of 25 jobs that don't require a four-year degree, air traffic controller with a median salary of one dollars $129,000, uh, and all you need is an associate degree. But I have also read multiple studies about how high stress that is I, i've heard it's the number one that's the it last is. i've read but that's been years since i've read that but and i that bring that a up tough job and so so i bring that up specifically because you're here with me today all right so whether it's air traffic controller or not let's take a job that by the nature of it so we're not even talking culture we're not talking your leader or co-workers that could lead to stress at work and mental health strain we're talking just you are on it because you got multiple gigantic flying cans of tin with lots of people on them that could explode with one thing. So the level of focus and pressure is the number one thing. So when you are in a role like that, because I think there are a lot of people that are listening and watching today, and they have a, by nature of the actual role itself is high pressure, mm -hmm. which then throws off stress. What advice do you give someone like that as they're coming into that every day and they are in a boiler by nature of just showing up? You have to, it's the same as if you have a car and if you look at like NASCAR, those cars, they hammer the gas, right? Right. They yeah. hammer the gas and they baby those cars off the track as though they are made <laughs> of right. precious metals. That's and right. so you have to, when I look at this list, air traffic controller, elevator, if you mess up an elevator repair install, people die. Yeah. Nuclear technician, come on. Yeah. You know, uh, dental hygienist, yeah. I, I need you, right? Diagnostic sonographer, I mean, all these things, aerospace, police officer, all these are high pressure jobs. So the idea that um, you just have to, if you don't get a degree, then your job's going to be less than, or, no, dude, everybody's in it. You have to put as much commitment in taking care of yourself yeah. and your body and your relationships outside of the office as you do about the job inside. Yeah. So good. 888-825-5225 is the number. Let's go to Sterling, who joins us in Salt Lake City, Utah. Sterling, how can we help? Hey there, uh, John and Ken. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. What's up? Yeah, so my wife and I are in that point of sick and tired. Uh, we're $86,000 in debt and expecting our second kid, and we're pretty stressed. Okay. Congratulations on the kid. Yes. Uh, when's baby due? Uh, October 12th. How old is number one? Two and a half. Oh, man. Yeah. You don't even know what day it is. No. So, very, very busy. All right. So, yes. you are familiar with our plan. You've got the 86000 in debt. You called us today. What are you most stressed about? So, right now, from the way that we've been looking at our budget, we're $550 negative every month. Oh, And so, just trying to make ends meet in terms of kind of what we're doing, I mean, our house, we're house poor. My take-home pay per month is forty-five hundred. Our house is just over two thousand okay. a month. So okay. we bought too much there. You know, debt monthly is probably about eleven hundred, and then everything else is just living and getting to work and food and. What do you do for a living, man? I am in tech sales. Okay. So my base is eighty-six. Obviously, there's more, but I'm trying to live off the base because commission ranges. Um, there came a moment when my wife and I were house poor with a newborn and we sold our house and moved into an apartment. 
And everyone around us told us we were insane. In fact, worse than an apartment, it was a dorm or a residence hall. They told us we were insane. Mm-hmm. And we lived there for a little over a year, and it was the greatest thing we ever did for our marriage, for my parenting, for me getting well psychologically, and for our finances. And so, do you want to do that? I know I you feel don't. Like we, we did something stupid. No, no, we do. Oh, okay. We okay. bought solar, and we have to pay the solar off before. Okay. And so that, because we, we didn't even put a down payment on our house, our house was, uh, we owe 390 and bought it about a year ago. All right. What's it worth now? Four oh two. Okay. What's your soul? What are you in for solar? Seventy five. Uh, twenty two eight. Oh, that's not. Okay. Yeah, but here's the deal: you sell the house, and all of a sudden, you take that mortgage payment, and that goes into the debt snowball. You can pay the you can pay the solar off. You're presenting it as though we can't sell the house because of the solar. The I solar's would, got yeah, a lien yeah. on it, right? Yeah, the way it was is they said oh. that you when you sell the house, you either have to pay the whole solar off. Oh, I see. Okay. To move it so that's why i'm worried is i don't think we have enough equity in the house yeah to pay it off if we were to sell it and we have just our thousand dollar emergency fund and that's it um I, I i would do one of two things one i would work two and three jobs like a maniac and save up enough money to pay that sucker off two i would stop sitting in your house and spinning out and call a real estate agent and get some real numbers and some real data yeah. number three if you have to go down to a credit union and get a $10,000 loan to get you out of this debacle, yeah. I wouldn't be opposed to that either. Yeah. But you have a math problem and you got some really hard decisions to make and you got to make that happen. Hang on the line, Sterling. I want to get you connected for free to one of our financial coaches that will walk you through all of your options very expertly and they're going to give you some real hope because there is. You're okay. You guys are going to be okay. This is The Ramsey Show. I saw some recent financial statistics, and there was some pretty troubling news. When families were asked how long it would be before they faced financial hardship if a spouse died, nearly one-third said they'd be in trouble immediately. Another 44% said they'd be financially drained within six months. People, it does not have to be this way. Term life insurance plans are just plain cheap, and companies have made it even easier by not requiring exams in many cases. There really is no excuse to leave your family in this situation by not having life insurance. This is why I talk about Xander Insurance every day. They're committed to protecting families with the only products that I recommend, and their team keeps the entire process simple and affordable. Go to Xander.com for quick online pricing or call 800-356-4282. This has to be a priority. If your family is in this situation, you need to get this done. This is The Ramsey Show, where we help you win in your money, in your relationships, and in your work. I'm Ken Coleman. Dr. John Deloney joins me this hour. We're taking your phone calls, 888-825-5225. That is 888-825-5225. The Smart Conference is coming back. John and I love that. It's such a fun day. It's our biggest event of the year. All of us, the big crew of Ramsey personalities led by the, 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 the chief kahuna himself. I don't even know if that's a thing. I just made that up. Big Kahuna, Chief Kahuna. I don't even know what I'll I'm go with saying. Uh, Dave Ramsey, Rachel Cruz, George Camel, Jade Warshaw, John Deloney, and myself. We are there to help you in every area of your life. It's a two-day event. We want you to unplug and focus on those pain points 
where you need some breakthrough, a plan for your money, uh, managing anxiety, work that you love, and so much more. Right now, for only a couple days, they're offering a special deal. Admission tickets are $30 off. These are general admission, $30 off, which means they're on sale at $49 a person. So $49 for your general admission to get in the door That means you as a couple can come in for less than $100. You're going to want to move fast. This deal ends next Tuesday. Join us in Chicago on September 15th and 16th for Smart Conference. RamseySolutions.com slash events. RamseySolutions.com slash events. Let's go to Wilmington, North Carolina. Brian awaits. Brian, how can we help? Yes, good afternoon, John and Ken. Thank you for taking my call. Hope that you're doing well today. You bet. What's up? Yes, sir. I wanted to hear your input on how to go about paying for my family vehicle. Okay, tell us about it. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, we have a uh, made a stupid mistake. We do have a, a loan, a car payment. Um, uh, we uh, have a six children, my wife and I, so we pursued a 12-passenger van. Um, currently, our budget is in the negative, and so we're trying to figure out what to do with the vehicle. How, much do, you, how much do you owe on the, on the van? Uh, the loan amount is right at twenty nine thousand. What is it worth right now? Resale or let's go with that one first. What's the blue book on it? Uh, yes, sir. For private sale, I believe the range is in my area somewhere twenty seven to twenty nine. Last I checked. Okay. All right. And what are we going to do if we sell this to get rid of this debt? What are we going to drive? Uh, uh, yeah, the plan would be we have some money in the bank. The plan would be to purchase a van that could house our family at our current size. Um, pay with cash and be debt-free with the emergency fund. Great. So this is the only debt you have? Uh, Besides the house, yes, sir. Right. Okay. So uh, what's the question? This sounds like a no-brainer. Yes, sir. Well, my wife and I, we've had, you know, probably four or five uh, sit-down talks about it, um, Uh budget meetings, as it were. (laughs) There we go. That was a nice way of saying fights. So how's that going? Who's who's saying sell? She wants who's a nice. She wants the safe car, and you want to get out of debt. Is that right? Uh, uh, yes. Yeah, so ultimately, yes. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I I recommend we sell the car, and she would like to to keep it. Are we at a standoff at this point of this phone call? No, sir. We've we've talked a lot, and I think both of us are willing to. We've heard the others' options and what what we want to do, um, but I, I'm not sure our hearts are fully in it. So really. I'm wondering, I, I, I am more than willing to keep the vehicle. Um, How much do I'm you make a year? Figure out the, uh, yes, sir. It is uh, right at 54 base, 64 with overtime. Yeah, you need to sell it. It's too much. Okay. Just a, pr- go- a principle we have here is everything, any, anything with wheels on it can't be, if you took the value of everything with wheels. If you have a jet ski, and jet skis, right? But if you have a motorcycle and two cars, if you add them all together, that needs to be half of your annual income. And this one van okay. is, exceeds that. Now, I want to go back here. As I got the good doctor to my right, so I like to stir things up when I can hand the baton to somebody. So you said, I said, well, have we, are we at a standoff? And your reply was, no, you know, we, we kind of, kind of, you just mealy mouthed it a little bit. And then it was like, but our hearts aren't completely in it. So I want to know the real, real, because the follow up to that immediate comment was you said, well, I'm willing to, to stick with it. And so I still, I'm not sure that you guys are on the same page. What's the real, real? Uh, Yes, sir. Yes. So we have talked a lot about uh, future family growth. We both would like to adopt one day, Lord willing. So 
I think uh, my wife would like to keep the car that would allow for the growing family. Um, but I'm just looking at right here and now, you know, I wonder if it's the best option. Um, I have been doing a lot of research into side hustles, how I can further my career, um, and my full-time job as well. So uh, I'm trying to make efforts in that way to keep the vehicle, um, so that, you know, my wife can feel peaceful and comfortable and we can not on the same page, John. Yeah. Y'all are not only are y'all not on the same page, y'all have very different pictures of what your life is going to look like. And y'all need to get on that real quick. Cause six kids plus adopting a seventh and an eighth and you work in side hustles every Saturday and Sunday is a recipe for, um, an implosion in your home. Your wife has a, yes, sir. you've probably heard me say this, but we, we think in pictures, but we speak in words and your wife and you are both saying family and both saying ours, and she has a radically different feeling and picture of what family looks like than you do. And I can't imagine having six kids with the idea of bringing a seventh and an eighth into this family. And my solution to that, to make that happen, is I'm around less. Right. That's a recipe for a meltdown. You have to right-size this thing financially. Yes, sir. Yeah, I mean, we wouldn't plan to adopt until we were financially able to, of course. But it is something we've considered down the road. What do you and do so for What do you do for a living? I, yeah. uh, I work in the healthcare system. On uh, my current position, I don't have much vertical growth. So I'm looking for what the next step is. What specifically do you do in healthcare? Uh, yes, sir. I work uh, in the hospital. I'm educating uh, cardiac patients. What do you want to do? I know you're thinking about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, can I've. Uh, I'm considering getting your uh, your get clear assessment. Um, that's my that out, that's but. my gift. I'll give that to you. But just tell me because when somebody laughs at that statement when I make that, hundred percent know the answer. Hundred percent know the answer, and I don't yeah. really care how it sounds. Just give it a shot for a second. We're tying this into this question. What do you want to do? Uh, no, yes, sir. I, I would like to start a, um, a a wellness ministry, for lack of a better term, um, that could you know reach people all across the country. What kind of wellness? Mental health, all of it. What? Uh, yeah, all of it. Yes, um, I haven't quite ironed out the details, but all right, I, I, encompassing the whole person, as it were. Okay, so can I be big brother for just a moment? That'd be great. Yes, sir. I love your heart behind that. I think there's a whole lot more discovery to do, and the Get Clear assessment will help you fine tune that. But to start in a ministry and a national ministry, I come from ministry. I grew up in it. It's been in it my whole life. My parents have been in ministry over 47 years. What you just laid out, while admirable and amazing, I want to also tell you it is going to be very difficult. And in the early okay. years and maybe the middle years and maybe the entire years, it is not going to necessarily be a profitable venture. And I think you know that. And so I'm going to tie all that back to this question and what John and I have been telling you. You and your wife need to get on the same page, big picture of life, and you need to do a better job casting vision. And I think the money you guys have got in the bank towards a car, which is how much? You haven't told us yet. How much? I'm sorry, the current vehicle or the... No, no. How much money do you have in the bank if we sold the van now? how much? You said you had money aside to pay cash for something else. How much? Uh, Just 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 over 10K in the bank. Okay, so here's the deal. Uh, You're going to have to hustle. I like to go work and go hustle right now because I'd like to see that go to 20 grand. How quickly can you make 10 grand busting your butt? You're gone for a little while, but mama and the kids will be okay. And I'd sell that van and I'd buy her a nice $20,000 van that, again, is serviceable. It's not ugly. It's not disgusting, but it does what it takes. And you guys get this debt out of your life. 
and just live a little bit and begin to parent, begin to plan, begin to uh, be married together without all this stress of debt. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, I probably appreciate that. Yeah, and, and the debt has been a big burden on on me. I've been trying to well, maintain and watch the finances, and I, I see how it affects me in the home. And I want to love my wife and my kids better. Um, John, how's the, he going to be able to do the that? The best way to love your wife and kids, quote unquote, better, is that you and your wife get away and get on the same page. This isn't a matter of better. This is a matter of she's pulling one direction, you're pulling the other. Y'all got to take that energy and pull the same direction. Y'all can do it, man. Brian, you got this. Hang on the line. We'll get you to get clear assessment and uh, have this conversation that John just recommended. Schedule it. Take the trip and do it. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, folks. Dave Ramsey here. There are moments in life we don't want to forget, like your kid's graduation or the once-in-a-lifetime trip. For the big moments, the everyday moments, and everything in between, every dollar is there to help you budget for all of it. It's the simple budgeting app that helps you plan, save, and spend for the important things. Budget for the life you really want. Every moment of it. Download the app or check the link in the show notes to create your free account today. Every dollar. Welcome back to the Ramsey Show America. I'm Ken Coleman. I'm joined by Dr. John Deloney. We're here for you this hour as we take your calls. 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. Hey, we got a lot of new people, John, joining us all the time on YouTube and via podcast and, of course, radio and Sirius XM. And so if you're new to the conversation and you hear us talk about baby steps and we've got these very clear, uh, precise opinions on how you should handle your money or your work or your relationships, and just trying to figure out this whole money journey in general, go to RamseySolutions.com and click on the Get Started button. And in just a few minutes, we're going to be able to help you see where you are in this journey and be able to get the tools to kind of get caught up, if you will, uh, so that you can apply the principles and the tactics that we give you. Again, that's RamseySolutions.com and click on Get Started. Let's go to Iowa City, Iowa, where Bo is on the line. Bo, how can we help? Hi, thank you guys for taking my call. Sure. All right, so we'll get straight to it. My room, so I have a renter, um, a roommate, and um, he's moving out, and I don't know what to do with my house based on my current income. Okay, give us the numbers. All right, so I make around $40,000, um, hourly. I'm an IT guy for a company around here, um, and my mortgage is thirteen fifty ish a month, a little bit more than that. Um, he pays me um, five hundred in rent and then half the utilities, which ends up being about seven hundred a month. Okay. So he's helping me out a pretty big amount, right? Um, and uh, well, he's going to be moving out, so I'm going to be taking over the whole thing, and I'm, I, I do a budget each month. Mm-hmm. Um, and as of right now, it's just looking great, you know. But then I do a budget for after he leaves. And I see that after all my expenses, I only have $400 left over. Yeah. And, and that, Why don't you just get another roommate? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. So I could, like, um, he's a high school friend, right? Um, and I'm not really, I, like. My high school friends are really incredible, sure. and I would live with none of them. <laughs> but Bo's the opposite, <laughs> yeah, yeah. John. He's like, I only live with this guy because I like him. Is that what I'm hearing? Right, yeah. So, like, I'm not really sure who else I'd have move in with me who I'm, like, close enough. Cause it's, Craigslist, it's dude, you'll get a list. You'll get some incredible applicants. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. 
Gotcha. And so, like, um, I know I have a few options. I've been thinking over for a few months now, looking at advance. I, one of my best friends who does not want to move, and I asked him that, actually, um, but he wants to buy the house from me for about $15,000 more than I paid for it. Um, and I bought this house less than a year ago, right? Um, and so, like, I think that's an option, but, like, and I have, like, I've been told that I'm only 21 years old, right? I've been told by my mom that I can move back in with her for a small rent each month, and I have a friend in Iowa City who um, would let me move in for four. Are you asking for permission to sell this house? Um, not necessarily. I'm asking. Yes, kind of. So I don't like, think you I'm want just to. Wondering what the. I actually see. I, I thought he does. I'm. I, I want to know. I'm feeling like you don't want to. John feels like you do. What do you want to do? In a perfect world, um, I would do not want to sell this house. That's what I feel. The way you set hold on a second. The way you set up those two scenarios, I could just hear it on you. You don't want to move back with your parents, and you don't want to sell the house for 15 more than you paid for uh, to your friend because you want to kind of have your own house. And so if, if I don't want to do something, before I decide on these options that I don't want, I want to figure out how is it that I can do what I want. And, and I'm going to tell you, this is an income issue. You're doing IT uh, work. Is that IT support help desk type work? Yes. Yep. I'm the sole like, internal IT for a company. Yeah, but here. listen, bro, you're 21 mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. and you've got some basic IT skills, if not more than basic. So I think there's two things that I would, I would think of. Number one, how do I grow in my IT career if I want to go into IT? If I want to go into IT and stay in IT... Dude, you're talking about hustling, a couple of side hustles or one good side hustle, some freelance IT work, and you're making enough money to do two things. Number one, uh, more than have have more than four hundred dollars left. Okay. Number two, right. actually go. You you got enough to pay for some qualifications. Like for instance, Bethel Tech. They're a partner of the Ken Coleman Show. They got a nine month program online, and for about twelve five. You could go through that program, and you're going to be making seventy-five to hundred grand out of the gate. So, how sure. could I make more money to a have more margin and b pay for some qualifications to move up? That would be the first two questions I'd be digging into before I ask for permission to sell my house to a friend or move back with mom. And here's some simple math, man. If you get a, a new job or a raise for 8400 that would increase you $8400. So you said you make 40 grand a year? Mhm. Correct. If you made 485, you a little bit more cover what your roommate's been paying you. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know an IT guy on planet Earth that makes less than 50,000. Yeah. They don't work here. It, right, this is my first this is my first career job. And yes, and the people who hired you are taking full advantage of that fact. Yeah. Yes, and they may be, maybe not in, in, in Iowa City. I'm, I'm not, but, but my point is, John's making the right point here is that, dude, the freelance economy right now is massive. Just go type in yeah. Google freelance economy or freelance job market and watch the articles one after another going, it's hotter than it's ever been. There are a lot of small businesses in Iowa City, John, that can't afford you full time, Bo, but they could afford for you bucks a month, for 10, they sure 15 could. hours. Yeah. It, it, and so, John's right. I mean, I. Here's the point. You don't want to sell the house, and you don't want to move back in with mom and dad, and you don't have to. You've created a narrative that those are your only two options or your best two options, and I don't know, I'm don't. i not sure I agree with that. And let me, If you can learn this lesson I'm about to tell you at 21, you win. And I didn't learn it until I was 40. Whenever I see an option, like a set of 
directions in my life and I narrow them down to either or, I'm almost always wrong. So when you feel like there's only this option or like that, that option, you're probably not seeing the full field. Yep. There's always a third and a fourth and a fifth option. They may be ludicrous, but there's always another shot. Yep. Mm-hmm. By the way, uh, I don't want to. I don't want to brag, but my fourth and fifth options are better than your your. <laughs> Excuse me, my three and four. My three and four are better than your first two. And as a matter of fact, I want you to just give the folks at Bethel Tech a call. Okay, BethelTech.net slash Ken Coleman. Call them, talk to them, kick the tires. Check out three or four other trade schools that are in tech. And mm-hmm. and by the way, and then start looking for freelance work. Go look at all the help wanted ads, freelance, part time tech work. And and I think you're gonna love life, bro. You're gonna have a empty house with no roommates, more money. Making snow angels in the carpet, dude. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Bo, do you believe you can do this? I do, I do. All right, so here's the deal. Permission is not ours to give, John. But I'm not giving him permission to sell this house or go live with mom. What say you? Yeah, I mean, you're right. I, I, I got from your voice, you you wanted to sell this thing, and you had people pressuring you not to. I was I was way off, man. I I think you've got I, 50 options in front of extremely conflicted. Do what? Extremely conflicted. Well, yeah, here's what's happening. Your brain is telling you to sell the house to just relieve the stress, but your heart mm-hmm. is not telling you to sell the house. My mind keeps telling me no. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and hey, here's the other thing. You had a picture in your head that you two guys are going to be roommates and bros forever. <laughs> like, dude, let's get a house. That'll be awesome. I'll buy it, and we'll bro down. And then he moved out, and now it's like, sad bro. And it's all good. <laughs> Just the picture changed. Yeah, it's fine. It's cool, man. Yeah, you got this, man. Listen, you're 21 with an unbelievable future ahead of you, and that's the mindset you got to have. This is a hiccup. I get it. It's totally normal to feel stressed out about this change. Uh, but we've got to get on the other side of that and go, what are the best options? I think you'll be full of regret if you sell. I think you're full of regret if you live with mom uh, and, and you don't need to do any of this. Get busy, man. Take all of that pressure and all that stress and just put it into getting busy and making some more money. I think you're going to be surprised at how much of a lid you put on yourself. Fascinating stuff, John. Yeah, man. Oh, man, I can't tell you how many times I back myself into a corner. And I create chaos where there doesn't need to be. It's almost never either or. I love that. Almost so never. True. So true. Love it. By the way, we're here for you. That's why counsel matters. And if you can't uh, talk to any friends or family, call us two chuckleheads. We'll give you a shot. And by the way, it's free advice, so you don't have to take it. He's Dr. John Deloney. I'm Ken Coleman. It's been a great hour. I want to thank the team for keeping us on the air and you, America, for listening. Don't move. More Ramsey Show coming up. Hey, it's Ken. If you love the show and want a deeper dive on your money journey, we have a weekly newsletter that gives you trending and helpful articles and tips on following the Ramsey way. Go to RamseySolutions.com today to sign up for our newsletter. Again, that's RamseySolutions.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter. Hey, it's James, producer of The Ramsey Show. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services you heard about during this episode. Thanks for listening.